edition of Cross the Line 1524. We're going to call this the Montag edition. So uh, Jeff Montag's son was in, Mark Montag from Salt Lake City, and then his daughter was also here as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Montag version of Cross the Line 1524. That's right. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We've got a special edition here. I'm here with Jeff Montag. Melody Montag. Mark Montag. <laughs> we lost the other three or other two. We got, yeah. we, and it, it's all it's all discombobulated because Jeff's sitting next to me instead of Dwayne. Yeah, we stepped up. We stepped up big time. Stepped up, stepped up the game. So we're here tonight because Mark is uh, in in from you want Utah. To tell him? Utah, yeah, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City's getting ready to fly out tomorrow, so we thought we'd take him to the rest of now speakeasy. And get him drunk <laughs> before he flies out at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, are you guys nervous? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. So, we'll talk to Mark first. Tell us, yeah. tell us what you do out there. I do commercial HVAC, so that's heating and cooling. So um, the exact term monology is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. That's correct. So he's a HVAC tech. Yeah, yeah. Installs more, more or less, but yeah. So, got to do a lot of hunting out there. I do. Yeah, yeah. Any chance I can, I'm out in the mountains. So. So, what's the coolest thing you've seen while you're out hunting? Besides the elk I killed. Uh, Besides the dead elk. <laughs> with a bow. Um, with a bow. I did way. see. Um, besides the constant awesome scenery. Probably a, a cougar kill. That was pretty cool. So Ooh, a cougar. Nice. I killed an elk, and I was with a dog, and he was on edge. I know that cougar was probably within 100 yards because I kicked a stick, and he spun around like you wouldn't believe. He was like, oh, boy. So that was probably the coolest scenario, I what guess. What do you mean by cougar kill? Like you watched the cougar kill? No. no. Um, there was a dead elk, and you could tell it was dragged up on a tree. And uh, the neck was all torn up, and it was really fresh. So, and I also saw tracks. I knew that it was a cougar, cat tracks. So when when he told me that story and showed me the pictures of this this uh, elk kill, first thing I asked is, "Are you carrying?" And your answer was, I, "At the time, I don't know if I was." You you said, "Yeah, I was," but it was in your day pack. Oh yeah, but it came out. It, it would have been. It would have taken me quick. five minutes to get the gun out for sure. <laughs> so I'm sure you've seen the YouTube video of the guy in uh, the yeah. was it a mountain lion or cougar or what is it that's yeah, coming that towards him? Yeah, same thing. Both, yeah. both the same. So um, that was pretty intense. That was only 30 minutes south of where we live, so it's within range. 
So what I've been told is he was trying to film the Cubs, and then that was the mama coming to protect yeah, yeah. him. And excuse me. To me, that he did everything right, and and a lot of people were saying, why didn't he throw a rock sooner? But I think in my mind, that cat when it was coming at him multiple times, I bet you he was he was leaning down as that cat did that, and he popped back up because every time you lean down and you show weakness to a to a big cat like that, it's going to come at you. Well, so that's my he, he did intent. better than me because I'd have been cleaning my pants about the first time it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess in my mind, he's lucky to see it because I think that there's a lot more that are around you when you're hiking out there. You don't than know it. You don't know. Yeah. I, be, I would believe that and too. If, and if I were to get hit, if I were to get attacked by one, I would never see it coming. So, and, and for you to be able to see it coming, I guess it's a, it's a yeah. Blessing. That's what I said when I saw the video. Was that cat wasn't looking? That cat was defending its cubs for because sure. If it was wanting a, if it was wanting a meal, he'd have never seen it coming. Right? Yeah. Stealthy. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, Melody. Yes. So, tell us what you do. I work at a bank. Oh, it's important <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's very secretive. Very Can't secretive. Delve too deep Can't into dwell. it. It's sort of like being a Freemason. You're not allowed to tell anything. Exactly. <laughs> secret society. It's a secret club. Cool. So you're local, though. So. Yes. So. I don't live anywhere cool like Salt Lake City. Well, it's cool here. I, I personally think Brookville's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We got cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee Salt Lake City doesn't fry as much chicken as Brookville, Indiana. Oh, absolutely not. And they can't make a good pizza either. There you go. So it's it's ridiculous. But So Jeff, you got you got them here. They're, they're you ask them anything you want. They you know <laughs> open. It's open range right here. No, because you know, I don't know if I want to know the answers to the questions <laughs> I might ask. But so for Melody, so yeah, it's not a cool place like Salt Lake City, but you've never been in a speakeasy before right now, right? Yeah, that's true. There you go. And I will say this about Salt Lake, like land-wise, what you have here is worth a million and a half. You know what I mean? Just uh, just anybody who has some property is, you have to be a millionaire. So I'm headed I'm headed over to the bank to see Miller yeah, tomorrow yeah. to get that I mean, million hey. and a half. Exactly. That's I'm, it's that it's nice? ridiculous. You know, I mean, you're talking about one bedroom houses going for three hundred and fifty thousand. Right. So just, wow. A little so. crazy. Well, yep. it's crazy yep. what stuff's going for around here now. So, yeah. Yeah. nuts. So I understand. A couple of weeks ago, a group of them came out to see you, and while yeah. you were out there, while they were out there, somebody asked about the podcast. They did. They did. So tell me what happened there. We were walking down a trail in Moab, and uh, we were heading out for the day. I think that was the last trail we were on. And we yeah, had we were in uh, Arches uh, National Park. Yep, Arches National Park. And uh, we had passed that guy a couple times, I think. Um, but Dad, we had, a couple of us had our the hoodies on that you guys right, made. Right, cross the line hoodies. Cross the line hoodies. And yeah, Dad can tell you. What I mean, he yeah. He came so up we were to coming and out, and the guy just said, um, "So are you one of, are you one of the guys in the podcast?" I said, "Yeah, I am." He said, "I've got you on my list to listen to." Yeah. So we talked for a few cool. minutes. And That's pretty cool. We gave him a card and and referenced the Van Halen uh, episode, which is uh, per, my personal favorite. It's my personal favorite, and he was he's in the right age range. He's right. also a musician, so he, he was pretty. 
pretty torqued up about that. So that's cool. It was pretty cool. <clears throat> so we're talking, and the children were, were quite impressed. <laughs> The old man impressed we were, you, didn't he? We were like, oh boy, here we go. We're in the company of <laughs> What is going famous. on right now? Did the now? head get bigger? Oh, yeah. yeah. You almost didn't fit in the car. I think those were my exact words as we were walking away. <laughs> oh, so we're talking yeah. about our hoodies. So by the time everybody hears this, our merchandise page will be up. So we have hoodies, t-shirt, and koozies. So... They're pretty snazzy looking, you know. Yeah, reasonably yeah. priced. Reasonably like priced, and they're very high quality. Yeah, they are. They're good quality stuff. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, it's so, across the line, 1524 merchandise. Yeah. So, I'm going to ask both of you. I'll ask Melody first. You listen to the podcast? Yeah. What's your favorite one? I have always liked the um, the light story. Is there that's always one of my Both of them, or is there one up? of them that's... Um, you like the one where your dad's on a motorcycle? Yes. A- <laughs> That's just, I, I've heard that story many times growing up, and I still enjoy listening to that. So. Yeah, I like both of those. That's I don't know if I like him on the motorcycle or Reuben underneath a sheet in the back seat of a Firebird. <laughs> better, you know. Yeah. Both of them are good. Yep. So how about you, Mark? Uh, it's hard. Um, I would say... That one or the pandemic one's probably probably my top two. So I like a lot of them. Yeah, the pandemic is still our number one download. Yeah. I mean almost every day I go on, somebody else has downloaded it and listened to it. So right. <clears throat> I almost think we need to revisit the pandemic. Yeah, it's been a just a quick months, right? recap of what's going on now. So maybe an upcoming podcast. We'll have to see. A lot has changed since the beginning. Oh, in some ways, a lot has. In right. some ways, a lot hasn't. Yep. Unfortunately, we've, we've we've learned a lot, and we're we're still on the precipice of getting getting ahead of it. So, but we're we're getting close. Sounds like I think so. Hopefully. So, any suggested podcast topics from the young group that's sitting across from us? Mm. No, I, I was thinking about that a little while ago, and I, I couldn't really think of any besides maybe touching maple syrup a little bit, you know. We're going to do that. Maple syrup one. season's coming up, end of January is usually when Excited I tap to trees. Hear that one. So yeah. We'll get into that. And beef jerky, which is going to be a pretty big thing here next week. I should have said the beekeeping one was my favorite. Yeah, that's where you lost yeah, out. I know, I know. I, I just... Yeah. He's getting he's getting ready to fire back up with the beekeeping out there in I, I Utah. Know. It's been two years, and... Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. You were actually, were you breeding queens? Yes. That's what I thought. Yes. That was pretty. Yeah, and I was I was keeping about as good a record as you possibly could in my mind. So, I was numbering every queen that I bred and knew exactly where that queen came from down the so line. So being the naive one, how do you breed a queen? Oh, I mean, don't get is... me wrong. I breed a queen bee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a dangerous subject. But anyways, I'll be short and quick. Um, <laughs> you might not get the job uh, yeah. done. Yeah, I might not. <laughs> um, it's you, you basically take the queen that you want eggs, and you ask you you have the bees kind of push the bees the direction to make more queens. If that if that's the best explanation, I probably have. So, I'm more confused than I was before. But <laughs> so, so a queen, a normal queen, will lay, you know, 1,500 eggs okay. a day on average. And then uh, what you do is you actually get the eggs that are 
that turn into larva after three days. Okay. That's what you're looking for. Gotcha. And you scoop them out with a little, like, um, it's a reed, basically. It'll probably, like, the best explanation is what you would use in a musical instrument. Okay. A really, really thin one. Okay. And it bends underneath it, and it scoop out the egg, the larva. Okay. And the jelly, which is its food. And you put it in cups, like like little plastic cups. And then you put it in a hive that does not have a queen so that those bees are like, well, we need a queen. These eggs are perfect to make a queen. Gotcha. And that is... Gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah. And I know everything you're talking about. When you say plastic cup, I think red solo cup. We're thinking a lot smaller. Yes, yes, yes. About as big as your finger, like the end of your finger. Yeah. So. You know what? I just don't think I'm cut (laughs) out for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so Alan, you know, I keep bees correct and i started keeping bees and so i think when mark was probably 10 11 he had his own hive and he was taking care of that of course then he turned 15 and he didn't care about bees anymore for a while and i tell everybody it's like you know i was happy with my three hives and then i don't know when he was 21 or so he decided he wanted to have a hive again and so he had a hive and he started going to Meetings with me, a, a club, uh, the, the Southeast Indiana Beekeepers Association, and started talking to the head guy there, what we the guy we figure is our master mentor. Yeah. And he was uh, doing this grafting and stuff. So Mark gets all hyped up and starts grafting this stuff and sucks me into it. And the first thing you know, we've got 20 plus hives. And then Mark moved to Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. And now I have 40 I, almost hives. I warned him. I warned him way ahead of time. <laughs> a year ahead of time. I'm like, okay, we're, we're planning on moving next year. You want to dial it down. I'm going to, like, gradually hand this off to you, like what I've been doing. I don't remember that conversation. I, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I gave it to him. So I think Mom probably does. Mom <laughs> probably remembers it clearly. Yeah, she probably does. But anyways, I told him, like, you dial it. I would recommend dialing it down because I was spending three or four days a week after work working on these things till 10 o'clock at night. It's and, pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, you can spend, in a hive, you can spend as much time as you want, in my mind. You can learn as much as you, you really can't learn at all, but, yeah. You're right. Yeah. But, yeah, then, then I walked away, and now he's got more hives than I ever had, so. So so now he's out in Salt Lake City and <coughs> and he hasn't had any beehives for a while so yeah, he's years. getting ready to crank it up and oddly enough Utah is is the beehive state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, really? Uh, yeah. So he's yes. getting ready to he's getting ready. Even to crank though there's up some not beehives. a lot of I mean there are some beekeepers but they're mainly big commercial commercial beekeepers that send their hives to California for the for almonds almonds because it's yeah. a, it's a shorter drive than obviously here. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, Melody, any podcast topic suggestions? I subscribe to one other podcast, and that is Crime Junkie. Very into true crime. As, and I've heard that, you know, that's a popular subject around here, too. It but is. It is. We, we have the true crime junkie at uh, table, table 12. 12 right now. And we've touched on some stuff, true crime. It kind of went with the... Uh, paranormal stuff because there was a body part of a body found a pretty major crime you know somebody was murdered body was part of the body was left at a little 
primitive Baptist church outside of town. They never, yeah. you know, it That's was. Right. They did find the killer. Yep. Was this yeah. recent? I don't think I know this story. That was. Uh, it was back shortly after I was out of high school. Oh, okay. And probably, man, I might have just been out of college. So I don't know if I ever got told you guys that whole story. It was the same year that Reuben got married. 87, I believe, then. Yeah, so there was a wedding going on at the little Cedar Primitive Baptist Church. And Ring Bearer went out playing in the woods and found a leg and foot and... Gosh, what a day! Yeah, went from there. (laughs) That wedding went downhill from there. So, speaking of weddings, um, we've we've got one coming up here next year. Right, Melody. Hopefully, fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how to take that. I mean, you know, COVID changed a lot of things, so we don't know what the future holds. But the plan is, yeah, next year. Cool. Excited. So where are you getting married at? Oregon. Oregon. So what made you decide on Oregon? Um, I went out there a couple years ago and just fell in love with it. Is that when you went out on your little, uh, let's see, you had a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Planted on the Road. Planted on the Road. So that yep. was a pretty cool YouTube. I, I, you know, your dad told the whole church, hey, follow this. So we did. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. I had a lot of fun making those, and we had a good time out there. Cool. Cool. Gave the old man a few more gray hairs, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so how far did you get? So you started here, and you went west. Yeah, we went um, We went south. Our first, like, stopover was in Texas. And then from there, we shot out to the coast, hit the coast just north of Los Angeles, and then went up to the Canadian border all the way on the coast and then came back down through salt lake city to the grand canyon and then came home cool so here's what i've realized you put a set of headphones and a microphone in front of melody and she talks yeah she's (laughs) calming down yeah Yeah. to herself it takes us a couple cocktails to do that but it's all good so you guys got anything else while you're you know with your famous dad from Cross the Line 1524. I know. I, know. I almost even mentioned him at Crazy Dogs. So maybe I get a, you know, get a discount. discount, discount get a right? I'm serious. I was this close. I was just... You never know. Don't yeah. you know my dad? Yeah. Don't you know who my dad is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, they're, those, they're good guys at Crazy Dogs. We uh, did a podcast there yeah. back in October. So it was a good time good time so yeah we're enjoying it here we, you know we didn't want to come for christmas obvious reasons but um they slipped yeah. in for mark's birthday so that yeah, was that was, was great nice. so saturday was mark's birthday and yeah. we had a we had a real nice time cool yeah so how old are you now 29 you're almost as old as me i know <laughs> well now i figure i can say i'm 29 for the next 25 years 25 years yeah. there you go so good i'm there set. you go Good deal. Well, we got anything else to talk about? Well, I mean, unless there's unless there's another wedding in the op, op thing, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like putting somebody on the line here. Somebody's face just that. turned red. Oh, <laughs> His girlfriend's over there giving you. I knew what I was gonna. I knew what I was getting in myself into when I was coming back home. I was week. counting on Alan to bring it up. Oh well. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Oh, 
Shall we get your girlfriend on here? I don't know. Sure. Sure. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to switch microphones with a few folks. We'll be right back. Here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag. And we got new celebrities up. We have Brandon Lake and Sierra Moore. So I think people can put two and two together and make four and figure out who's with who. Depends on how much they've been drinking. <laughs> so, so who's your fiance? Melody Montag. So you just heard Melody. Who's your boyfriend? Mark Montag. Mark, there we go. <laughs> so we got their better halves up here. So We'll start with, how do you like being out of town, living out there? That's nice. It's definitely a good change. It's always fun to be somewhere new. So we've been we've been enjoying it a lot. Cool. So you go, you know, so everybody knows, you go hunting just like Mark does. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what have you, uh, have you got anything while you've been out there? No, this is my first season hunting out there since being So I know when you were here, you got a fairly large deer here. Yeah. Bigger than Mark's. Bigger than Mark's. <laughs> yeah. So, in their first couple of years out there, she was going to to school right. to get her master's degree. So, and so she was really focused on that. So she wasn't able to get out. Mm-hmm. But uh, this year's uh, this year's different. Yeah. So you're in architecture, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Yes, was there correct. a TV show or YouTube thing or something you were on? Yeah. So um, in the, my school program last year, we built a house. Yeah. Down yeah. In, yeah. And so they did a PBS special on us, and I realized I'm really bad on camera, and I just black out, and I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the same thing happening now. Pretty much. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think she's. Doing it's a very good. similar feeling. I'm having yeah. a little deja vu. Yeah, I think she's doing pretty good. Here, right cool. Cool. I, I kind of remember that now because I remember Jeff going, "Hey, you got to check this out." So mm-hmm. I'm in construction, so. Most architects I don't like, but I like you, so no, it's all good. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, see, what's cool is you guys building a house, so you got hands-on experience. A lot of architects don't, and they don't understand just because they draw something doesn't mean it works in the field. Oh, yeah, we realized that. We went through our plans. It's like, well, shit, who drew this? <laughs> <laughs> we do that every day. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and that, that's what I thought was really cool about the program was they're taking them, they have to build it, and they have to build it, and... Correct me if I'm wrong. This a group of five girls. Yeah, we have in five the program. women. Yeah, the smallest number yet in the only year with all females. Yeah, and they, cool. They built a house, and what was that for? You built that house uh, for, for somebody. For somebody. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we had a client out there who lives in the Navajo reservation, and um, she received a grant for a new house after she lost her previous home in the flood several years ago. So we had the privilege of working with her and designing something that would accommodate her and her 13 grandkids. So wow, a lot of fun. I'm gonna have to look that up and and, uh, because I think it's still, I think it's on YouTube as well. That it was a PBS thing, but I think Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think if you go to the Design Build Bluff website and click on the silver slice, I think there's still a link to that. Cool, cool. So Miranda, tell us about yourself. Well, I think you should have started with me first because. I think Sierra kind of showed me up with all the <laughs> you gotta exciting things. You got to follow did. that. You got to follow that. Sorry about that. That's nah, okay. Tell me about myself. Yeah. Well, I work in IT at the same bank Mel works at. So that brings all the 
fun and joys. Um, so when my debit card doesn't work, I'm going to blame you? No, that's no, not. That's not that's, you? Yeah, that's like the new accounts people. That's okay. what they used to work in. So when my online banking doesn't work, blame you? No, it's still new accounts. See, he's a, he's no, a good see. IT guy. He's always yeah. he's always blaming somebody else. You ever think about being a politician? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. No, far from that. So where, you're from here originally? Yep. As from well, right? Cedar Grove, right. outside of Cedar Grove. Right, cool. So, so he, and, he and Melody went to high school, graduated together, but yep. didn't date until you guys were in, happened to be in the same college at the same yeah, time, right? Yeah, went to IUPUI. Junior years when we started dating. Good old ooey pooey. Yep. <laughs> so tell us something about Melody that that yeah. her dad doesn't know. exactly. Oh. <laughs> they're not there. They're not here right now. You're just, the other halves are upstairs checking things out. Um, it doesn't have to be something I don't know. But come on. I don't know. I think. He's smarter Shoot. than that. Alan. Yeah, he's <laughs> Yeah, he's know. not even married yet. Yeah. He's smarter than that. <laughs> I don't know. I know she wants to move west. West. Uh-oh, uh-oh there's so something there you go. The club. Yeah. Uh, killing me. We'll see you after the wedding. <laughs> Moving west. Head west, young man. Yeah, well. You know, the other part about Mark moving out there is as much as anything, as much as I miss him and uh, and them being out there, and it, it does kill me, I'm jealous of him. I'm jealous of him because, you know, he's, he's him and Sierra have really, they've got a good place out there, and uh, Salt Lake City's around a lot of neat stuff. You're four or five, six hours from some really cool parts of this country. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah. And for everything they do, hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, um, I mean, it's all around them out there. That's cool. So. Never a boring weekend, for sure. There you go. Just nice. Yeah, cool. I didn't want to leave when we were out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was a nice trip. My dad's done a few visits out, and he always, <laughs> he always tries to stay longer than maybe he's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Does your dad listen to the podcast? He, well... I, I don't think uh, no. He's this one he will. We're gonna yeah. make sure he gets this one. <laughs> oh, good deal. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna ask you to tell us something about Mark that his dad doesn't know, but Mark's down here now, so no. I can't oh, that's do that. fine. I got plenty to spell. So. Oh, right. <laughs> spill the beans. No, I'm just kidding. We can get you another cocktail if that helps a little bit. <laughs> well, good deal. Good deal. Got any other questions for him while you got him up here? I don't know if I have any other questions. I, all, all I'm going to say, Alan, is is I'm having a good time this evening with good my deal. with my family here. I appreciate you having us out. Oh, and uh, the rusty nail speakeasy is always open. You just got to know the password. That's right. But I don't have I always have the opportunity to have uh, have both my children and their other halves here, and so it's been a great evening. And uh, and all I can tell you is, you know, both my children are extremely proud. And uh, and very happy for their other halves. Um, they're they're all four just great people. Well, well thank you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. What's cool is you know they all get together and you know they came yeah. in here together and it's they've been hanging out all day. Yeah, four of them been hanging out all day here. Uh, 
in town because uh, Melody and Brandon took the day off. Took the day off to uh, to spend the day it's with them. It's a good thing they didn't know they the did. password here sooner. <laughs> they might have been. Yeah, they might have been up here while you were at work. Exactly. You know, hanging out. But it's all so. good. So I didn't ask you guys. I asked Melody and Mark. So I'm going to ask you guys. Let's start with you. What's your favorite podcast that we've done? I have to go with the pandemic one. Pandemic. I think you guys gave some really unique and good perspectives of the situation at the time. So I look forward to if you guys do a second one. Yeah, I think, I think. Maybe that's evolved. Yeah. It won't be quite as long as the first one. But um, so we're gonna, how about you? I think we listened to the Van Halen one out in Utah I found that one so were you a Van Halen fan in high school not super I listened to somewhat I like Tool so yeah, different or different oh, yeah old, different generation generation yeah. and so different you gotta genre remember, you guys uh, you graduated in 2013 yeah. right so um, there's yeah. no good music in 2013 is <laughs> well there? if they were listening <laughs> to Van Halen there was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a funny thing and I and I still reflect on this is is in the car when these guys were in high school and stuff like that. Some of that old old classic rock and roll would come on, and the first thing you know, they're back there singing it, so they were listening to it, and they're like, "Yeah, this is good stuff," you know. And so it just reminds me of how lucky we were when we were yeah. in high school to have the music we had. There was some great, great so, you know, rock and roll going on. Yeah. So what's funny, you know, since the whole Van Halen thing, so Wolfgang came out with a song. He had already put together and he released it. But what we also found out is there was in the background the works of a Van Halen reunion. Um, pretty cool stuff. But it's, uh, they were going to have uh, both Michael Anthony and Sammy Hagar playing it as well. So it really? would have been pretty cool. And that was yeah. that's straight from Wolfgang's mouth. Um, and the other thing we found out is that uh, Sammy Hagar and Eddie Van Halen had patched things up. They didn't make it public because they didn't want everybody to know, but right. they had patched things up, which, you know, was awesome because there was a rift there for a long time. And it was great to hear before Sammy passed away, they passed that up, patched that all up. So, all right, you got anything else? That's all I got. I'm good. So, for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag, Brandon Lake, and Sierra Moore. And they're going to have more cocktails because Sierra's flying out at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we'll see you next time. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be. All natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm. Proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. Oh, what a fun time we had with the Montag crew at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy when uh, Mark and Sierra were in town. And you know, there's nothing like family. And uh, if if you didn't hear that in Jeff's voice, Uh, He reiterated that during our Christmas uh, episodes as well. But it was great to see the whole family in town and get them on the podcast. And they were nervous, yeah, but you know what? They had a good time. And Mark and Sierra didn't make it out on the plane the next morning, so it's all good. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger. For Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and Dwayne Bischoff, and we'll see you next time. 
the door. Crossed the line, 1524, recorded live at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy.